Hey there, this is Varun Raja. Welcome to Dating Mechanics on Girls Chase, where we get girls chasing you. Here on Dating Mechanics, we bring you incredible content from the best minds in the industry, and we leave you with fun, actionable tips and tactics you can go out there and use with girls today. With me is David Tion, PhD. David's a dating coach, founder and director of Singapore's Aura Transformation. He's also the creator of the spectacular dating advice and mindsets program, Invincible. Dr. Tian has coached dating and social skills for over a decade. He has tens of thousands of clients around the globe, and he's received fellowships from Harvard, Princeton, the University of Michigan, the Social Sciences and Humanities Research Council of Canada, and many other institutions. Dr. Tian's combined academic rigor and research apply to real-world application. His focus to bring his clients the bleeding edge in socializing that combines psychology, neuroscience, sociology, anthropology, and dating and social intelligence in a way that just works. Today, David joins us to share practical advice on incredible inner game. We'll show you how to take a man who feels needy, lacks self-assurance, and feels insecure, and infuse him with killer confidence. To do this, we're going to tap into some of the content in David's brand new, hot off the presses program, Invincible. All of the techniques of Invincible work right from the chair you're sitting in. This program teaches you to be a confident, attractive man who draws the women he wants with little effort. And as a result, you can expect to bring more of the women that you like into your life with greater ease. In sum, we're going to learn elite, constant state control. But don't worry, this is state control for the masses. Even if you're broke and living in Podunk, USA, you can use this. So turn your volume up and listen in. We've got plenty of ground to cover. And at the end of the show, we'll preview David's new program, and I'll tell you where you can grab a copy. Welcome to Dating Mechanics, David. Thanks for joining me today. Great to be here. Awesome. So your focus is internal transformation into a mind state of confidence consistently, right from the chair you're sitting in. This will attract high-quality women into a man's life without requiring many cold approaches. Let me ask you how you started with girls and how you became interested in psychology and confidence. What got you into this and how did you get to where you are now? Well, over 10 years ago, I was coming out of a divorce and uh, pretty lonely and alone. At that point, I was coming up to 30 years old and had no social life. It was a six-year marriage at that point. Like the average guy, when he gets into a relationship, he stops hanging out with his buddies, you know? And then over time, it becomes he and the girl, and they have maybe have a couple friends, but it's generally the two of them. And then if the relationship goes sour like it did for me, there's no support network. And to top that off, I was a PhD student in Asian philosophical psychology. So I was flying around a lot, bouncing back and forth between America and Asia. So every time I'd fly away, I'd lose my circle of friends, or I'd lose touch with them, and I'd fly back in, and then you know, I'd be out of touch with them, or they move on because it's a college town. So by the time I was separated, right, I had literally one friend in the city from before. Like everyone else had moved on. And I was 30 years old, or 29 turning 30, in a graduate student dorm. Can you imagine like coming up to 30 years old and you're still sharing the, the bathroom down the hall? You know, like in... <laughs> yeah, some people have a house or settle down by that point in time. <laughs> yeah, that was the situation. I was a student, you know, and I was just super lonely. And I got lucky because in this class I was teaching, Introduction to Buddhism, 
And there was an older student in the class who came up to me uh, in the hallways in like the second week of school. And he was, started talking to me about whatever the class was about. And he said, hey, you know, you should check out what I do. I think you'd be really interested. And this was like way back before the game had even come out, the book. So over 12 years ago, and uh, he handed me his business card. And, you know, one Friday night, because I had no life, you know, I'm, I'm sitting in my dorm room with a ton of books. I like pull out this guy's card and I enter the, into the URL. And this is like just when Google was becoming like popular. Can you imagine? Like, I remember that year my professor was telling me about Google. <laughs> like, you should use this thing. I'm like, oh, that's how long ago it was. Anyway, I typed it in there and it was, he was running one of the largest dating skills academies in the world at the time. Uh, his name is Christian Hudson, still a good, very good friend of mine. And he started me on this journey into getting better with women. And what happened was I took it and ran because we were talking before we pressed uh, record about um, how I was doing my dissertation research in China for three or four years, well, three and a half years. And um, one of the great things about working on your dissertation while you're learning how to get better with women is that I didn't have a day job. Right. So like I'm in dissertation stage, which means I don't got to do fuck all. I just literally <laughs> at the end of every term, I hand in some chapters or like an outline or something. So for three and a half out of four months, I'm just picking up chicks full time, like, you know, 50 hours. Really, you had a lot of time to kill. And you can. Yeah. This, this is a time in your life where you can really improve what you're doing and get better at whatever you yeah, like put right. your mind to for the most part. Exactly. So for four years, like approached thousands of women put in thousands of hours into this. You know, I, I banged over 200 girls. I, I lost count. I was keeping wow. track at, at the beginning. Lost That's count. awesome. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was cool. like, I had a record of where I was like, I was going on a roll. I had over 30 girls in two months. I got into this weird situation where I ended up doing uh, basically in four days because I got hooked up with this basically like a, a sauna. Like, anyway, it's a long story, but I hooked up with like 24 girls in four days. Not through oh any skill, of mine, but through skill, through social circle stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was insane, man. I was like hopped up on Viagra just to do all that <laughs> shit. I didn't even know how to use that. So I was taking like a pill every time. By the end of the four days, my head was exploding because I didn't know I was supposed to take like one quarter dose. Yeah, I've heard you could actually have a heart attack on uh, taking too many Viagra pills. Yeah, it's pretty dangerous. Don't <laughs> it's do really that bad. Shit. <laughs> but I didn't know what I was doing, man. It was like so long ago. And then I just started working my way up to the point where I was um, dating models, of course, uh, runway models, but also movie actresses, TV stars, the girls you see on billboards and the cover of magazines and stuff like that. These were like your dream girls for the most part. Like you, you really yeah. wanted these oh, when you first started yeah. out and you're actually like little nerdy them. boy dreams. Yeah, totally. That's <laughs> awesome. I kept doing that for a good five, six years of my life. And I became a professor, so I, I finished my PhD, and then I got my first post as a professor at the National University of Singapore, which is what brought me to, to Singapore. And I decided I wanted to settle down because I was getting tired of all this fucking, like I was just like partying and, and having so much sex and stuff, right? And, and juggling girls. That's like a full-time job, man. Yeah, yeah. On my phone, juggling girls all the time. So I wanted to focus on building a business and trying to like resign my position at the university so I could scale the business really. And I made this mistake, which was thinking that just because I did a lot of cold approaches and got really good with women and banged a bunch of girls, that my life is set, that I'm the man, that I got everything handled. Like, it's, that's it for me. I'm awesome. I'm on top of the world. You know, I was coaching guys not to pick up chicks. I thought I've arrived, right? The problem is the whole time I basically still had this gaping wound. It's like the analogy I use is like you just got hit by a shotgun and you've got this gaping wound and it's bleeding. 
And instead of like actually getting the bullet out and healing properly, you instead just like take some big band-aids and cover it up and stop, try to try to cover up the bleeding. Yeah. So the bullet is still stuck inside, you know, and it's kind of healed over. But yeah, that, like that the piece that was missing before is still missing with you now, even though you have all this loads of experience. Yeah. In fact, that, I would say I would say it hasn't even healed over. It's just you stop the bleeding. So it's not as bad. But it's still like it's rotting inside and it's festering. And if, if you ever rip that Band-Aid off or the, when you take the bandages off, it goes like like that disgusting rotting oh, you know, thing. <laughs> but like, that's what it was like. Like I was always in a relationship with various girls. So I never was able to I never saw that I still had this emptiness inside that I was trying to cover over with getting girls. Because the thing is, I know a lot of guys get into pickup because they want to know that they're enough. They want to get girls. If a girl likes them, if he has this skill that he can go and meet women, he feels like, yeah, I've made it. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like a now. feeling of validation that you get because you're able to finally do something that no one else can and that you never could before. Exactly. Right, right. It's just like another skill that you think every man should have. So now you have it, so you feel like you're the man. I know what that was like because that's where I was. I started off as a completely nerdy guy. My department was philosophy and Asian studies. It was a dual degree program. Yeah, yeah. Dual program. And I couldn't talk to anybody. In the States where I was at college town, the hottest girls were 19-year-old sorority girls, right? I'm a 30-year-old Asian guy studying Asian philosophy from the 8th century. Like, no one could talk to me. Even in my department, I couldn't talk to people. You know, <laughs> like, they're like, uh-huh. So there was a whole perception maybe that you saw that people might see you as a certain way that you, know, you weren't necessarily that way. Well, no, I was that way. Yeah. I was a fucking nerd. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know how to relate to people. I didn't understand emotions. I didn't understand psychology. Okay. I didn't understand any of that. I had to learn it from scratch, and I got really good at that. Yeah. But the problem was I still didn't feel like I was enough. So what happened was I got into a relationship. I got committed to a a relationship that turned out to be uh, five years. And then throughout that relationship, she'd do stuff stuff that now to me is a non-negotiable I wouldn't have allowed. But back then I was just like, this is the hottest girl. All these guys say she's the hottest girl. You know, when I walk into the club, people look at us and, and all of this stuff where like, I feel like I'm the man because girls react to me in a certain way. And because I can get and keep a certain caliber or quality or level of HB10 girl. So I feel like I'm the man. I've arrived in my life. I'm now worthy of myself, you know, of my self-respect and shit like that. The lucky thing that happened was she basically dumped me in a very public way. So I'd become like a sort of like a, I'd gotten some renown in that area because of all of this uh, press. I was in the uh, like TV, newspapers. I, was, I had my own radio show for a while as well. Wow. So it was quite public in Southeast Asia in that area. So wait, so first you gave away your power to this beautiful woman and then she dumped you in a very public way. And I guess that destroyed your life in that moment. Yeah. Yes. Right. So I'm like, if I'm so good with women, how come I can't get this one? Yeah. If I'm, you know, such a great pickup artist, how come? So you know what I did? I did the pickup artist cure. Pick up 10 more chicks. I think it's like bang 10 chicks or something like that. There's something about that in the game once where I think maybe it was mystery that says if you want to get over someone, just bang 10 more girls. Yeah, right. There's some like acronym for it. So that's what I did. I went out and banged 10 more girls. I got into some more threesomes. And uh, at the end of it, I was just like, why am I doing this? I felt like I was already at the top. And I thought there's nowhere to go from here. Like, I guess I could just bang more chicks. <laughs> you know, I guess I could just get a hotter chick. I could get a younger chick. I don't know. But it didn't seem important to me or meaningful to me at that point. I'm like, there's only down from here. So I'm like, it's just struggle. I've already reached the top. Why continue? And, and I was in so much internal pain. I didn't even know at the time. 
I didn't understand at the time. So I thought, why don't I just end it? It's just hard work from here on in and for marginal return. So I, I remember I found myself standing on this ledge of this skyscraper and on a very polluted day, <laughs> I couldn't even see the bottom. I couldn't see the floor, the ground. Wow. And uh, luckily, my one best buddy at the time knew something was up because I, I sent some like emo text to him saying he's like, I love you, man, or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. And of course, I sent emails to my family telling them I love them and all this. And uh, he started calling my phone. I didn't answer. So he's like calling other people and they're calling me. So my phone's going off the hook. And it's very hard to get in, stay in like a depressive suicidal state when your phone keeps vibrating. And eventually I picked up because I just wanted it to stop vibrating. He's like, where are you? I'm like, I'm at this tower. So he, he ran over and pulled me off. The thing is, like, I'm sure it was a cry for help, as all suicide attempts are. And luckily, somebody heard my cry for help. But uh, that was one of the, the lowest low points in my life. That's like super low. And you almost, you know, ended it. And now look where you are. If that, that yeah. happened, it would have been a very different story. I called that girl who dumped me. And, you know, I could hear in the background this other guy's voice. You know, she's in bed. It's like 1 a.m. He's, And that just killed me even more. I'm like, fuck it. The guy picks up the phone and was like, dude, what the fuck are you doing calling her? I'm like, forget it, man. This is the lowest of the low. I'm just, I'm going to go out. And from there, I picked up the pieces and I had to understand why was it that if I'm at the top of the game, I know the game, I know how to like the tactics, I know what to do and how to not make mistakes. Because I look back at, at this relationship, I didn't make any technical mistakes, like game wise. Investment was equal. You know, I'm playing the game. And I didn't understand why it was happening like that. It took years for me to realize. And I travel all the way around the world um, to seek out the top experts in psychology and various other fields to understand what was happening in the mind. And that was what led me to test with hundreds of my live clients and now hundreds around the world, a brand new program called Invincible that gives you rock solid foundation of mindset that it's all in the mind. And to get to the point where you're not looking for a woman to give you, like to tell you you're enough. Now, to actually even get to that point to admit to yourself, I want this girl because then I'll feel like I'm enough. That's already a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the reason why these guys who get good at pickup, like maybe they get like a six or seven or eight, but when they get around it, like an eight, nine or 10, they get really insecure. Yeah. They feel needy and they change and they start to make mistakes. It's because inside they still feel like they're not enough for that one, for that level of woman, for that quality of woman. And that's a clue to what's happening inside the mind I didn't even get to that point. I held on to the highest, hottest girl that I picked up or like that I was around. But over time, the balance of power shifts and it gets harder and harder the deeper you're into it to shift that balance of power because, you know, you've invested so much time, years, like three years in. And we were talking about that bullet in your body before and how there's still some deeper insecurity that's driving you to make mistakes or really lose your power and give it away to the person you're seeing. And obviously that will lead to her losing respect for you in the long term. Yes, exactly. Right. She'll only lose respect for you if you lose respect for yourself. Exactly. That's, I think, really what we want to talk about. Yeah, it starts with you. The change is happening in that guy. And all of these pickup guys, all of us, what we wanted at the beginning was we went out there to get a result from a girl. And only if we get these results do we feel good about ourselves. You know, we feel good about ourselves when we go out that night and we cold approach 12 girls and all 12 make out with us and give us their numbers and we take one or two of them home. Then we feel like, damn, that was a good night. I'm awesome. (laughs) Yeah. But if you imagine the same guy goes out, he gets, he talks to 12 girls and they're not that interested in him. He feels like shit. 
Yeah, that's the it's problem. totally dependent on the results. And I mean, that's the crux of it, really. I mean, your journey is, is pretty amazing, I must say. You know, you've gone from like the pinnacle of maybe cold approach pickup and, you know, being able to get girls whenever you want, really. And then also hitting a low point after a relationship with the one you really wanted. It's just mm. absolutely incredible. Well, it's really what I call the Tao state. That's really the core of Invincible. Yeah, I think one of the first things we want to talk about today actually is mindsets. Like first, we're going to talk about mindsets and then we're going to talk about tactics. A lot of guys love mindsets, but often they can be pretty like hard to internalize. I mean, do you recommend guys try to learn mindset first or learn tactics first or both at the same time? I mean, what's your approach? Yeah, well, I think both at the same time, like it's what I call the Harvard rule. You know, there's this thing in the FAQ of uh, Harvard University's admissions. It's like a student asks, should I take the easier course and get an A or should I take the harder course and get a B? Which one do you respect more? And Harvard says, well, to be honest, our students usually take the harder course and get an A. <laughs> so have it all, basically. So yes and yes. And that's why in Invincible... Even the odd modules, weeks one, three, five, seven, and nine are focused on the mindsets. Weeks two, four, six, and eight are focused on tactics. So we cover them both. That's fabulous. I mean, you say guys can be attractive by being just who they naturally are. What is it most men are doing instead of being their natural attractive selves? Yeah, what they're doing is they're reading some pickup artist advice, okay, like an ebook or something like that. And they're doing that. Like they're saying, okay, so... The book says that I should be cocky funny or I should say this line and I'm going to now say this line and you go out and you say this line, but it's not congruent and it's not coming from you. It's not natural. That's right. Instead of changing and working on his personality and character, which can be done right from the comfort of your armchair, right in the chair you're sitting in right now listening to us, <laughs> right? That, that can happen. That was a big breakthrough for me in creating Invincible, that they feel like they have to go out and take the long route, which is what I did for the first three or four years of my progression, doing thousands of cold approaches, which necessitates hundreds of rejections. And if you're in a small town, you're going to blow right through that club. You ever meet a guy who like is doing cold approach pickup and now he develops a reputation oh, for doing yeah, insane I've weird that. shit? I mean, I was there at one point in my life too when I first started out in a small like hometown and just, just not good at all. Oh, yeah. People look poorly on you. And, you know, you look like a weak guy that's not really sure of himself. You have to go to that level. Yeah, right. And just to take those risks, you have to put yourself out there and say some crazy shit just to see how far you can push it. That's part of the cold approach approach, like the method. Yeah. And it can work. But like 95% of guys who try that method do not succeed. Anybody who doubts this, just Google the, the freaking forums and you see how many guys don't succeed with that. Why is it so hard? Because it takes years. It takes thousands of cold approaches to get good through cold approach. It's like a fucking, you have to be like a professional pickup artist. It's like a full-time job. Like I basically did that as a full-time job. Yeah, when you were That's what I was saying. I was doing my PhD. Yeah, <laughs> so and I was like totally neglecting my studies. But there's another way. There's another way. And that's what Invincible is about, that you can go from the inside out and you first work on getting clear on what your values are, getting clear on what your self-worth is in, yeah. getting to the point where you realize truly, like at the emotional level, that you don't just give assent to the fact that you're enough, but you feel that you're enough. You feel that you're worthy and that you don't have to earn your worth. Like all these guys are like, I got to get the six pack or I got to get the car, the fancy car, or I have to get the, the fancy job or whatever, or I have to get really good at the saying these lines or being funny in order to be worthy of that supermodel. And only then will I feel comfortable standing with her. 
that probably will never happen, right? 95% of guys never succeed. And then the 5% of guys who do, they do it like me, like after four or five years, thousands of approaches in the long road of basically, you know what? I had to give up for that. I had to give up my health. Well, I did start working out towards the end, but you know, I had to give up, like I gave up my liver. Fuck me, man. I gave up my liver. I gave up my family. I started spending a lot less time with family. Because I'm staying out late till 4 a.m., you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then trying to bang chicks on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, (laughs) you know, staying up late, blasting through LMR, right? Like, I couldn't focus on my work. Luckily, I didn't have to, but I know most guys have a day job. And if you show up, if you stay out out till 4 a.m. on ladies' night and Wednesday, you walk into work like a fucking zombie on Thursday, you're sacrificing your career. You sacrifice a shitload of stuff for cold approach. That's terrible. (laughs) It gets you nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Now, can any guy become attractive if he gets himself into this sort of uh, natural state of confidence, like natural state of being where you're just comfortable with yourself? Yeah. So there's like two sides of this. So right now we've been really focusing on the one side of the guy who takes the cold approach route because he learned about pickup. But most guys in the world, they don't even know that or they haven't got the courage even to try to cold approach, right? So most guys hear about, they read some like magazine advice, like be confident, be yourself, right? That's like the advice your sister would give you, you know, like don't be weird, be yourself. And that doesn't work either. So it's not so much of just like, hey, be confident, be a confident state, because that's too general. It's too vague. Like, what does that even mean to be yourself? Like a lot of guys are not even in touch with their true selves. What does that mean? Be myself. So like what the natural state is, which where I was going with the Tao state is, imagine this. Have you ever been in a situation where just like socially, and I'm sure you have, where everything just flows naturally. You don't have to think about what to say next. You just react. And whatever you say is like the perfect thing. And even if at the beginning, she may not react perfectly, you know, you just feel that it's going fine. Oh, absolutely. I had that exact thing yeah. happen to me for a couple of weeks ago, actually, where I just felt so good that I could feel the other person I was talking to regardless of context. And no matter what the actual situation was happening, I was just like, I felt this feeling that everything is going to go right as it's supposed to. And it usually went in the way that I hoped it would go, you know, 100% of the time. Yeah. It was an incredible, incredible feeling. Yes, exactly. And no matter what she said or did, it never threw you off or made you feel afraid. Exactly. But you felt like completely comfortable. I was completely okay with her saying no. And then there were some situations like I'd be with the girl and she'd say no initially and I would just be completely okay with it. And then later on in the night, we ended up going home together anyway, regardless of, you know, what she said before. Yeah. It was incredible. And even if she says no, you might not even, even more than just, okay, you might even be a little bit excited about yeah. it because it's like, oh, this is funny. This is cute. <laughs> yeah. It was incredible. Right? And then you can lead. So sometimes when you walk into a situation and she's just sort of dead, she doesn't give a response or anything. It doesn't throw you off at all because you're so in that zone where you just say whatever you want. You can feel your way into her. Like if you want to make her funny and open her up emotionally, you just start feeling that first. You go first and then she starts to open up. And then people start being drawn to that energy that you're putting out and they start to edge their way into your conversation and start standing closer to you and listening in on what you're saying. And that's all happening so naturally and effortlessly because that's who you are. You're in that natural state. I love it. I love it. I discovered this like in, you know, I did my PhD. It was in partly in Asian studies and I was reading so much and studying so much in the source material of like ancient kings and the writings of uh, emperors and not just in Asia, but in the Stoics and the Greco-Roman tradition in medieval Europe and the philosophies there. And I found that, you know, 
A hundred years ago, the best seducers in the world did not do fucking cold approach pickup. Like they didn't train themselves by doing cold approaches. That's not the way they did it, right? They didn't go to nightclubs and were the brothels of their time and cold approach a thousand girls randomly. Yeah, I mean, Casanova, for example, was famously known for just picking up girls within the elite social circles of Italy. And it was just very concentrated, very focused, get the girl that he most wanted at any point in time. And he always succeeded. Yes. And studying the records of that and going all the way back into like 500 BCE, like the Tao Te Ching even writes about this because the Tao Te Ching was a, a manual for kings. Anyway, so uh, going way back and even further than that, and I talk about this in Invincible into like bamboo scripts and all this. And at that point, they're not seducing women. They're seducing masses of people. Mm. How to seduce the masses with your charisma to draw the masses to you as a ruler. And the way that they talked about attraction was attracting the masses, attracting the subjects, and how to hold them captive with your charm and charisma. The crux of what we'll talk about today, like what you call the Tao state or the Wu Wei state, before we uh, plunge into mindset techniques, can you give us like a brief history lesson? Like, uh, what is Tao? Where does it come from? And what's good about it? Well, the Tao is usually translated as the way. So, you, you know, like the Tao of Pu or I don't know. In like popular philosophy, it might be like Zen. So like the Zen of motorcycle maintenance, ah, which really has nothing to do with motorcycle maintenance. Whereas the Zen, but like people already know what these words are. But what I'm pointing at is going all the way back into the earliest recorded writings of Asian history, which were for, like I was saying, instruction manuals for rulers, which was to enter a state so that they won't have to rule their kingdoms. The philosophers were trying to teach these Chinese kings how to rule China, basically various parts of China, and then unify China and rule all of it, not through punishments and rewards. Because that was the other school of thought. Let's use law to punish and reward the people. But the people were so numerous and the rulers and the military so small. We want benevolent government. We want people who to, to follow us willingly with enthusiasm. How do we get that to happen? Because that ruler will always win. And that's what the Tao was about, to have the, enter the Tao state. Um, you, can, you draw people to you through your charisma so that they are willing to follow you. You do not need to use punishments to force them to follow you. That's incredible. So you're actually uh, creating behavioral change based on your, your inner confidence in your behavior and projecting it in a way where you don't need to resort to external tools to control people. They just naturally are drawn to you and they naturally are willing to follow your lead. Yes, exactly. And then throughout the Asian tradition, finally, when we get to about the, the 10th century, we now have fictional accounts and memoirs of seducers. And they speak about the seductive process using the same terms, the Tao state terms of a thousand years before their time, how rulers learned to subjugate entire masses, millions of people. Wow. It's the same philosophy. How do you seduce a city of 100,000 people, you know, in 500 BCE? It's the same way that you seduce this one woman that you want to seduce in, what was the year, like 1000 <laughs> AD, right? So I, I took that and I was like, I went deep into it and I distilled it into something you could use right now. And through a proprietary technique, <laughs> uh, that especially the guys who go through it, man, when they write about the way that they experience 
because it's a closed eye process that I lead them through, like literally right in your armchair, you will change, you will transform, you will get into the Tao state, not just temporarily. So it's not like state control, like the old pickup artist way of talking, like they used to like have anchors where they like slap their arm or something like, I'm confident now if I slap this part of my arm, it's not state control. State control is temporary. Yeah. The Tao state is internalized and is permanent. So I lead them through this process and they they come out of it, they're like crying, man. This is all stuff you've spent years studying in academia, correct? That's right, yeah. And then as a coach for over 10 years, applying all these different teachings as a coach and helping lead guys through, guiding them through the experiential process of really knowing it. So a big problem with information products is just getting facts and information. Like just getting knowledge in and of itself is often not enough. What you really need to do is to have, to actually make it emotional change often can only become through experience. That's why you used to have to do thousands of cold approaches to lock in the knowledge. But this series of proprietary, like guided meditations, basically through Invincible, I can lead guys through that transformation just in the comfort of the chair they're sitting in right now. And that's the amazing power of it. That's beautiful. I mean, you have uh, eight Tao states that you teach to guys in Invincible. And I think you've been teaching these for years already in your Aura Transformation Academy, right? Yes, that's right. Can you tell me what these uh, eight Tao states are? Yeah, yeah. Well, the first one that we'll talk about is the Tao state of power. And in fact, you know, the Tao state of power, the Tao state of attraction, the Tao state of mastery, there are many different Tao states. I really want them to focus on just, I don't want to get them, get them too bogged down in them because there are nine different Tao states. And but the important thing to, to know is that what's common between them all, which is that once you're able to lock into this Tao state, everything comes to you effortlessly because it's all through the mind, really. Like if you think about the, the actual skills and abilities required for interacting with people, it's not like martial arts or athletics. It's not like you need to go and actually build muscle or you can't physically move that weight you know, or do those movements. Every single word that you need to say, your mouth is able to say. You know, Every single move that if you need to lean back, you know how to lean back. You're able physically to do all of those things. So what is the only thing blocking you from actually doing the right thing? It's your mind. And if I can speak directly to your subconscious mind, and then you will have everything right from the comfort of your chair. You can get up out of your chair and you will feel different and it will not be a temporary high, but it will be something that draws people to you like a ruler draws his subjects. It's a permanent fix to your insecurities and neediness and all those like voids that you have, the validation seeking that a lot of us, you know, we get into pickup and stuff because we feel that we need the validation of women around us. And this like totally obliterates that because you feel good about yourself just as you are in your seat. Yes, exactly. The amazing thing is like a lot of the guys who go through this process, they share that they started the process in, in order to get girls, you know, to get that one girl or to get that girl they couldn't get before. And now they get that. But more importantly, they find fulfillment and happiness in who they are. And they get to the end of this process. And they're like, you know, I got that girl right now. She's lying in my bed as I write this, but it's not that big a deal to me. Now it's just sort of like, uh, duh, of course I got her, but I'm looking forward to so many other things in life because I reoriented my vision for life. And that's what, like, to me, that's really rewarding. That's really powerful and rewarding, just like you said, yeah. I guess the first state we'll talk about is the uh, Tao state of power. You say that there are a few things that all girls everywhere want in a man. 
and that it's possible to get these things just by thinking it in your chair. I mean, that sounds almost too good to be true for like everybody. You don't have to go out and go, you know, seek what you really want. Uh, what are these things these girls want and how do you get them just by thinking it? Yes. Well, girls do want, there's quite a lot of things that girls want in a man. I'll give you one right now. All right. But in the program, I go into a lot more detail on many of the others. So there are well over 19 things that women are looking for in a man. But the one that's probably the most important and the one that they need to feel first is a certain type of emotion. So first of all, whenever attraction happens, whenever a girl wants to be around you, it's because she hopes that if she's around you or when she's around you, she'll feel better. Right? She'll feel better. Mm. She'll feel good. Yes, very true. At the base of it, it's about giving her good feelings. It doesn't matter if you have money. It doesn't matter if you have a car. You know, if you can make her feel good, she'll pick you over just like some material objects or something like that. It's about good feelings. And the way that, that she wants to have the good feelings, that the most direct way is through this thing that starts with the word, the letter P. So I'm going to give you one word. That's part of my gift is to like distill very complex academic stuff into something that's immediately applicable for you to use right now in your life. But just because it's simple does not mean it's simplistic. Okay, that's an important distinction. Yeah, yeah. It's simple, but it's not simplistic. All right. So it's, it was not easy for me to get to this, to figure this out. All right. So I distilled it to this one word, which is easy to remember. All right. And as I teach it to you, you can begin to use it. But there are levels to this shit. All right, so we, just so you understand. Interesting, yeah, yeah. All right, so this word is, the word is presence. Presence, oh, I've heard that before, yeah. A lot of more advanced people on Girls Chase have started talking about presence now. You know, we have a couple articles coming out about how your state mm. and your vibe is what really draws people to you. And Ah, yes. Okay, so that's presence in a different sense. Yeah. So like, you might think of like stage presence, right? When somebody comes out, he has got this gravitas about him. He has, he moves his arms in a certain way. He uses his voice in a certain way. And he has presence. He takes up room in the room or something like that. That's not what I mean. So that's like a body language tonality thing. That's an external from the outside in. That is going to be temporary as well, right? Like generally, that's a show you're putting on. This is what a girl means by presence. What a girl means by presence is you'll hear it like this. She'll say, you're not listening to me. You're not listening. And you're thinking, what the fuck? I'm listening to you. What the difference between a man listening and a woman listening is this. A man is hearing, using the woman's vocabulary. You're hearing her words. They are going into your brain. You are thinking other shit though. You're thinking, how do I make this stop? <laughs> or how do I solve this problem? Or what do I need to say in order to get her naked? Or what do I need to say to, so she'll stop whining? Or what do I need to say so she stops Yeah, so drunk? he's really distracted. He's not in a state of presence with her. Yes, now you understand that exactly. So what she wants him to do is when she says listen, a pretty innocuous word for a man, but is very weighty for a woman. What she means is, are you fully 100% in with me, feeling what I feel, hearing my words deeply as if you're entering my mind? The reason why guys aren't present is because they're not in the Tao state, <laughs> right? They're thinking other shit. Now, the average guy is approaching girls. He's thinking, um, what do I say next? Or does she like me? Or, whoa, what do I say now that she said that? Uh, I don't know what to do. Or am I needy? Or who's looking at me right now? Or how do I look? Right, guys who are more advanced might be thinking, um, how do I get her to stop this drama? Or how do I get her to invest in me more? Or how do I bounce her from here to the bar? <laughs> or how do I get her home? Or how do I call the Uber right now without her noticing? Shit like that, right? But in every case, what's not happening is they're not fully present. 
If you want to completely entrance a woman, and this is the basis of an old program I used to do that I released a long time ago called the Desire System, and it was based on the core of it was sexual state transference through emotional contagion using the signs of mirror neurons. And what that does is basically it was a very specific, narrow type of presence, but it was presence nevertheless, because in order to pull it off, your eyes were right in there with her. You were pretty much emptying your mind of your own thoughts about yourself. And you are 100% with her. It's almost like you're entering her being. You're feeling what she's feeling, trying to think what she's thinking, fully there with her. You're living in the moment, in the now. Yes, and, right. and you're not like in your head at all thinking yes. about you know, strategies and things like that. That's yeah, awesome. you're in the now. I love it. Yes. You're in the now with her. Yeah. Yeah. You're in the now with her. And just that itself. Have you ever seen a guy or felt it yourself where you make eye contact with this girl and you're not really even saying anything? You don't even remember what you're saying. But because you're like lost and entranced by her eyes and she, you feel like she's not even really listening to what you're saying, but she's just sort of like, oh. Yeah, wow. yeah. You're sharing a moment that only you two are in that, you know, that like bubble of air and space. And even though you might yes. be talking about different things, there's some mental connection that only you two share and the rest of the world kind of just dissolves. Yes. I think that's the, the feeling. That's presence. Yeah. And in fact, the beautiful thing is if you're in the right, if you're in the Tao state, you can have presence with every woman. At that point, after just a few seconds of presence, you know, up to, it could take up to 30 seconds, but it's often much faster. Even if she is at that moment, like sort of in her A type personality mode, like got to do this, got to do that. My to-do list running through my to-do and you, but you're in presence with her. She will start to slow down and look at you. And, and at that point you got her. And, and if she's a loyal woman, she's not going to cheat on her husband or whatever with you. And you hope that that's, you know, there are enough people like that who have integrity that they won't. But at that point, she is the, attracted to you. And at that, that point, she, she will be, she wants to be your friend. She wants to at least stay in touch with you more because it's so rare, especially right off the get-go. A lot of people, they wait until they have permission to be present with somebody. You don't need to. You don't have to wait. You can cultivate this power in yourself right now by practicing the Tao state. And in Invincible, there's a process I take guys through over an eight-week process to build this in themselves. And it's step by step. So I don't want to skip steps. You know, telling a guy what happens in step five without leading him through steps one to four is actually dangerous. Right? You got to go through the right sequence. Yeah, one step at a time. We tell that a lot also in Girls Chase. You start out, you know, where you need to be, then you move on to the next place. I mean, that all that's pretty incredible. And I think that presence is one of the most powerful things that even if you're not looking just to get girls, it's one of the most powerful things that will help you just in general in your life and your career and your social relationships and your family, just being a generally a powerful human being. It's, it's absolutely incredible. Now, the next Tao state you talk about is the Tao state of attraction. I mean, this uh, center is more than being just attractive of itself. I mean, you actually talk about how, how to get girls chasing you. And on Girls Chase, we're no strangers to that here. I mean, what are some of the tools you use to get girls to start to chase you? Well, there's a series of videos that I use that I send to guys whenever we open up registration for Invincible. So there's a very powerful technique called the naming effect. And I cover that in the second video that I send out. It's a free video as part of the registration, uh, the launch of the program. And, you know, when we get to the end of this, we'll I'll send you a special link because I've decided to open up registration. Right now it's closed. Right now Invincible is closed. But yeah, I'm going to open it up for you guys and Girls Chase to reward you for listening and following along here. 
I think you guys would be awesome in this program. So opening that up for you. So in video two of that series, I'll go through in detail the naming effect. And that's a great example of of a lure to get girls to, to chase you and to get them hooked on you. But another one is a very simple principle. So that's a technique, the naming effect. But here's a principle that can apply in many different contexts. And that is the idea of leading through emotions. So one of the things that girls are looking for is emotional leadership. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of guys enter a situation looking to be led, right? Like they're like, okay, this is what I'm going to say. I hope she doesn't give me a shit test or something like that, right? And he's on the reactive, like he's, you know, he's playing defense, right? And what women want is a man who will go first emotionally. And it requires that you have presence, so that's step one. And if you are in the Tao state, this is going to happen naturally. But as you're beginning, you got to practice leading. And the leading is that you go first with that emotion. So let's say you want her to feel like giggly and fun, right? If you're in the Tao state and you desire that emotion in her, you go first with that emotion and you don't wait. You don't have to wait for her to get there. So if you're in a fun state, just go with it. If right at the beginning, she's sort of like got her arms crossed, not feeling too fun, but you're in a fun state and you just like whatever, you don't give a fuck what her reaction is. You just go, you just say whatever the fuck you want and you're in that moment because you're in the moment, in the now, present with her, but in the Tao state because it's all natural. You do whatever the fuck you want to do, but you've gone through the process in Invincible, so you're doing the right thing. That becomes addictive. You might have seen a guy like that, maybe at a, like a frat party, like the most popular kid. I've or seen uh, women change their attitudes around those kinds of men. Like you're just in a fine state, and they might be like unhappy one second, but these guys just don't give a flying fuck about what the girl feels, and they just get her to laugh no matter like anyway. And 95% of the time, she will submit to him and her whole emotion will change and she will suddenly light up in radiance. Yeah, we understand that principle of leading. That's a great example of the fun vibe and because that's probably the one guys have seen the most because it's loud and, and more obvious. Yeah. Here's an example for the introverts like I was, technically still am. One of my good friends in college, he was actually really seductive even though he was the nerdiest engineer ever. Like glasses, skinny, Asian guy. He did that comb over hair, you know, that nerdy flat no, no. <laughs> kind of greasy comb over thing. Yeah, yeah, terrible. <laughs> but amazingly, like at a house party, I see him do is he'll go up to these cute girls and they're all like, woohoo, you know, having fun. And he asks them, like somebody he knows on a first name basis. And he goes to her, you know, Jenny, how are you these days? And he's looking at her deep in her eyes, fully present, just waiting for a response. And I overhear these girls talking about him later. And it, yeah. it was like maybe the third time I noticed it, that it really clicked because I heard these really cute girls, the hottest girls in that house party were talking about like, it's really annoying at first. You know, he's like, he's so intense. He asked me like how my day was. But you know, the craziest thing, he actually means it. He like looks at me waiting for a response. Like he's really interested in whether I had a good day. He's like, so there. And then they're like, yeah, oh my God, yeah. They're like, yeah. And then I just started to get sucked into this conversation with him. And I'm just like so into it because he's like so there. He's just, and I'm like, what is this thing he's doing? So then I go back and I start looking at what he's doing. And he's like the nerdiest guy ever. He's not big or loud or having lots of fun. It's more of like he's super interested in them for real. Like, tell me, how was your day? 
very present. Actually, he had no other agenda. He wasn't there to get numbers. He wasn't there to... He's actually, he's a really good guy. He just legitimately wanted to know how their day was. Yeah. He just legitimately cares about them. And that's powerful. It's attractive. Exactly. I love it. So he was leading them. He was leading them from fun to connection. That's incredible. You can go that way as well. Once a girl is chasing you, what do you do then? Well, then you just lead her all the way to the bed. <laughs> you lead her as far as you want, right? Oh, yeah. It's all under control at that point, right? It's like whatever you feel in the moment, you can do it because that's you're right. so powerful. Yeah. And the thing is, when I used to study pickup, I mean, like for years and years, there are a lot of things you can do to, to increase that chase dynamic. Like one thing is when you got them hooked, they start asking you a lot of questions or whatever, or like over text messaging, this is the most obvious. They start asking you a bunch of questions over the messaging. If you just go cold, you go gone, you just ghost, they freak out. Then they keep going like, hey, where'd you go? They feel like you just rejected them. And then you come back like hours later, like, oh shit, you know, the my internet connection was down. What were you saying? You know, like you can increase that. The thing is, don't play those games. I got into that trap of like pickup artist tactics and techniques and they work temporarily. But if it's not real, if it's fake, like I was doing it, you'll get that reaction. But it's just going to be, it's like covering that wound with a fucking bandaid, just rots inside. What you really want to do is actually have it come from a place where it's naturally and effortlessly you. It's, it's effortless because it's natural and it's really you. So in other words, you get a girl chasing you, you do what you want to do because you feel it at that moment. That's incredibly freeing. The freedom of that. Imagine having the freedom where you don't ever have to wonder what to do next or to think what to do next. That's the ultimate freedom. The focus on high quality women, it depends on what quality means because I know that the way that pickup artists use that word quality, they generally mean hotter, more money, like they make more money. They're smarter and hotter. Basically, smarter and hotter. That's what they're looking for. They're not looking for like a bleeding heart who is like Doctors Without Borders, who's got no money, doesn't have time to look, to take care of her looks, but is on the, you know, the front lines of, I don't know, like wherever Doctors Without Borders is, like somewhere in Africa helping, you know, these diseased kids, right? They're not looking for Mother Teresa, like a young Mother Teresa. They're looking for smarter and hotter. Folk made that mistake of trying to get hotter and smarter. Like smarter was never a problem for me. It was just like hotter and hotter. And when you get hotter, it'll be fewer and fewer. So you just keep getting, you know, instead of like banging a hundred fives, you bang. Here's another way to put it. 10 ones does not equal 110, right? So that's what a lot of guys are doing. They're like, okay, then I'll get 110. That doesn't matter. You're still putting all of your chips on how HB10 reacts to you. That's what I was talking about, my suicide, man. You're still looking for validation for the woman that you're dating and you're not fully secure with yourself and just a, a weak frame and a weak being to operate from no matter what. Yeah, right. You feel like you're worthy when these few high quality women react well to you. You're just shifting where your validation is coming from. Instead of spreading it out over many bed notches, you focus on a few high quality notches. That doesn't actually solve the problem. Right. The reason why guys get stuck in the pickup mindset is because they're looking to fill that void in themselves because they don't think that they're good enough. They don't think that they're worthy of being loved, of being attracted to, of getting that feeling of enough, of being worthy just by themselves. And they feel like this is something a man ought to be able to do so I won't be a, a proper man unless I'm able to do it. That never ends. And here's why, because it's like a continually moving finish line. You know, so you get the 10, but then now that 10, you get it. But now there's hotter than 10. There's always hotter girls entering the market. Oh, yeah. Every year. They're new so ones. there's still they're a feeling of up. a lack of fulfillment there. You're always looking for the next best thing or, you know, what's better, what's out there. You're just constantly seeking it. And you're not actually truly fulfilled with what you have or, you know, what you like deserve. Yeah. 
Here's an example of a way to just destroy any pickup artist. So it doesn't matter if he had 10 supermodels, just hire another 10, line them up and give him 10 big rejections, you know, in his face, like 10 rejections. Imagine that you approach a supermodel, rejected, another one, 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 that's the 10th one, rejected. And then I go up, dude, how's how's your night, man? Want a beer? How you feeling, man? I'm going to feel like terrible. Yeah, I mean, 10 rejections in a row by super hot girls, you'll feel like shit. Now, the guys who are in the Dow State, they're just going to laugh it off. You're just having fun at that you know, point. You're, you're thinking like, some aberration yeah. in the universe. <laughs> yeah, they're like, but like the guys who are there because they're trying to get those girls. Obviously, that's gonna he's gonna be on a losing streak. He's gonna feel bad. Wow. And those girls pick up on that. The only girls that will be attracted to a guy like that are either drunk girls <laughs> or girls who also themselves have low self-esteem and are looking for validation from the universe, from the rich dude, from the hot guy, from the owner of the club to make themselves feel like they're significant. Oh, yeah. I mean, you said you were trapped and unhappy in the pickup mindset yourself, I mean, especially after the end of your relationship. How did you get out of it? Great question. That's how I created Invincible. It's basically the process I went through myself, especially the odd modules, modules one through five and seven. And in module one and three, especially, I go through a series of exercises where the guy, just from the comfort of his armchair, creates for himself a rock solid foundation of values that make it so that he's able to find fulfillment in himself. He doesn't need to find it from another human being or a woman. (laughs) And when women feel like they realize they can't shake you, and that you're feeling really good about yourself, that's like the double whammy of like attractiveness. Like they're drawn to it, but they can't have it. And you can use that in a Machiavellian way and play games with it. What we do with Invincible is that's actually for real. That's right, right. You are the person that you are. And this is, you just present yourself Mm -hmm. and people accept you as that. Yeah. I love it. But you got to go through that process of actually using this is an exercise where you, you use your body and you say certain things to force your unconscious mind to get to that point where you come to a true realization of your values. And you might need to go through that a few times, depending on where you're at in life and your background. But one of the reasons why guys get thrown off so easily is because they haven't thought through and at an experiential and emotional level what their values are. So women are able to throw them off very relatively wow. easily. Well, let me ask you this. If a guy's a beginner and he still wants to have that experience of like many women or, you know, like the, mm. the fun going out, picking up girls kind of phase before he settles for a few choice women or, you know, the one that loves him for him and the one that's just naturally drawn to him. Will your material help him out mm. to do that, too? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Now, the thing is, I say that tongue in cheek, but I don't think a guy should ever get into a relationship until he's been satiated. So if you feel like it's the right thing to do because of some weird moralistic stuff that you should only be in monogamous relationships or something, I don't think that guy is a good candidate for a relationship. It's sort of like the guy who's like, he's always going to be thinking or wondering if the grass is greener on the other side. You know, I've seen so many of these guys. I'm 40 this year. And so many of my friends growing up are married with kids. And whenever they meet me, they're like, Dave, oh, your life is so amazing. I wish I could have had your life. You know, I'll meet them when they come out. They fly out to Bangkok or something like that. And they just go wild, man. They're just like picking up chicks left and right. And they, you know, because they got no game anymore. So, or they're like, they go to go to like the hookers and they just do so many. I've seen a guy married with two kids. 
he looks very happy, you know, in the pictures and everything. He shows up. He's banging two hookers a day. You know, you go to like the strip club, spend five hours. There. I'm like, dude, what the fuck's going on? This is on? still talking about that <laughs> lack of fulfillment and inner validation and your choices at the end of the day. Well, in this case, I think it's just, it might be, but I think in this case, it's more of like, he got married too early and it's just, because you know what happens? It's so funny, man. I, I, there's a, one particular guy I was thinking about. He keeps getting hookers who look like his wife. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, dude, what the fuck, man? He's like, yeah, I feel like I'm banging my wife. It's weird. But he still does it, right? It's sort of like if you're only allowed to eat steak, you kind of wonder what it's like to have a hammer. Yeah, yeah. So you're wondering. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah like, it's a human trait, right? You always wonder what it's like on the other side. What it would be like if it was different. Yeah, I think a guy should just sow his fucking wild oats so he's not like, so I'm totally down with that. And I think the guy who's thinking, I'll bang like 100 girls and then pick the best one. He, that's also the wrong mindset for a relationship. But I go into detail on that later on in the program. But definitely, if a guy's a beginner and he wants to learn how to use the Tao state to get women interested in him so that he can start getting experience dating, this is his perfect that's course. That's great. I mean... Will all girls chase you if you use the Tao state of attraction on them? Or does it work differently on different women? Right. So, well, first of all, the Tao state can't be something you use. Okay. Like a I'm glad we clarified right? that. Yeah. So this is just like an inner state of being. Like you're, you just are. You just yeah. Are so Tao. if you are in the Tao state. So if you say if you are in the Tao state, are you attractive universally? Not only are you attractive to women, but men too. I know a lot of guys, like, they're surprised at how many so-called alpha dudes or, like, very successful men. Like, one of the greatest byproducts of being in the Tao state is that professionally, all of these avenues open up to you. Suddenly, you're charismatic. You're not just seductive. But, like, your boss finds you more charismatic and gives you a raise. You get headhunted by another corporation, you know, that doubles your income. Suddenly, when you're at the bar in the club, you don't get amogged anymore. You know that wow. term? Like, dudes don't try to bust in on your shit. They want to hang out with you. They're, like, getting your number. Hey, can we be Facebook? You're on Facebook. And then they're, like, introducing you to their sister and weird shit like that. I've had guys come up to me well, I'm just standing there at the club and to my clients as well. This is even more powerful. Let me tell you about one of my clients. He's a super quiet guy. I took him to the club after going through the process of the Tao State and it was a crazy rave club, right? So like super dark, music is blaring. They got that horn that goes, bam, bam. <laughs> yeah, I've like heard it all the time. So often. <laughs> they got that light show that's just shining fucking lights into your eyes like laser show. And he's just standing there on his stool, you know, like standing above the stool at, at the table. And this guy comes up and, and says, um, hey, um, my girlfriend, she thinks you're really cute. And he's like, uh-huh. And she's, he's like, can she come and kiss you? What? <laughs> like, oh, I'm not into threesomes. He's like, oh, he's just like, oh, it's not my girlfriend. It's my girlfriend. <laughs> That's girlfriend. awesome. <laughs> so he grabs her. She comes over. No words, man. I was watching this next to him. No words were spoken. She just went over, grabbed her. They made out. He's like feeling her tits. She's feeling his, you know, through his pants. And then it turns out that that guy's a, a gay friend. So he comes over and is like, can I kiss you too? He's like, no, get the fuck away. <laughs> oh my God. This draws like and men brings... and women to you because it's your vibe. Yeah, you got to be careful. You got to be careful. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's the power of presence. And like this, this state is so fascinating. Right. Yeah. In the Tao state of value, you talk about a number of unconscious beliefs men have that sabotage them with women. Can you tell us what uh, some of these are? How do they sabotage men with the girls that they like? Oh, there are so many of these. We were talking before we hit record, and one of the most common ones for me, and I know for some of your listeners, is uh, that like limiting beliefs. And there are some limiting beliefs around race. Like, I can't get the girls I want because they don't like Asian guys. 
or I can't get the girls that I want because I'm too short, or I can't get the girls I want because I don't got enough money, or I can't get the girls I want because I'm not articulate enough. Yeah, so many people have experienced that. Oh, yeah, exactly. So in, in Invincible, one of the greatest features of it that we cover in, especially we go deep into it in modules five and seven, is how to demolish your most powerful limiting beliefs and replace them with the most empowering, like empowering beliefs, like the most powerful empowering beliefs. And it's a, a process that at the end of it, it's about an hour that I take them through, actually about an hour and a half that I take them through where they just put on their headphones and follow along. At the end of it, like so many guys I share how it felt like a big weight off their shoulders or crying. And then more importantly, weeks later, they still feel and see the benefits of it. And it just keeps growing that they don't have these doubts. People can't throw them off anymore. And the things I'm most proud of in that course it's this series of exercises that takes away these limiting beliefs and replaces them with the opposite of them, empowering beliefs. But every man has limiting beliefs. I don't care if you think you don't, you do. <laughs> Here's an amazing thing. When you get rid of one, then the next one pops up. Uh, yeah, so it's like a, a phased approach because, you know, there's things, there's deeper layers of the onion. There's things you're peeling back and revealing more exactly. stuff. Where do bad beliefs like this come from anyway? Well, the most basic limiting beliefs are I'm not enough. Yeah. And then we fill in the reasons why. I'm not enough because I'm Asian or something like that. But the most basic one is I'm not enough to be loved or to get approval. Yeah. And these come from right from your childhood. Later on, how you fill them in, like your race or whatever, that comes from your society, your peers and pop media. But the most basic ones that you're not enough, every single human being has those. They come from childhood. This is a one of the basic tenets of developmental psychology. So it's something I've been studying for several years already. And it's it's a very deep and very important limiting belief to, to understand. So I cover that in, in a lot of detail in, in Invincible. Right, right. Speaking of Invincible, like you, you mentioned the naming effect. We talked about that briefly before. Is that related to overcoming bad beliefs like this? Oh, yeah. So, okay. So I cover the naming effect in detail in the second video as part of the launch. So I refer guys to that. Make sure you watch that because the temptation is like a lot of guys, they just want to get the course. Yeah. And it's like, I get emails all the time. Hey, can I just, can you just open up registration? I'm already, I've been reading about it. My friends told me about it. I just want to sign up. And because there's a big live component to it, I give live feedback to guys in the course. Right we can only take so many at a time. And then the temptation is to not go through the pre-launch videos. I highly recommend that guys go through those because there's a ton of the golden nugget free advice in there. So the naming effect is one of them. It's in the second video. Nice. We'll cover the link to that later on in the podcast. I think it's also on the Girls Chase page. Is it pretty easy to get past ingrained bad beliefs or does it take some time? I imagine it depends on the guy to a degree. Yeah. Normally, it takes a lot of time like to condition yourself to a new belief that you've held for already 30 years of your life. I mean, think about it. Like if you've held this belief like 25, 30 years of your life, it's an, and it's an unconscious repressed belief, right? And you want to get rid of it. Like just the odds of that happening are pretty slim unless you go through this special method that's based on neuroscience, other disciplines of science that I include in Invincible. So it's all in there. It's a part of a proprietary uh, uh, method. I love it. I love it. I'd like to take a quick break from... Uh... And, it, and it just takes like an hour and a half to do. <laughs> okay, good. So everything is like pretty easy to at least get the motion going and then you can grow out of that at your own oh, yeah. pace. I'd like to take a quick break from mindsets and tech and switch gears for a moment. So you've been teaching this stuff for a very long time now through your academy or a transformation. And uh, I know you've worked with tons of students, you know, through your video courses and also through live feedback sessions that you have. Could you share a case study with me of one of your former students so that listeners can get a better picture of this impact the material can have? 
Yeah. I know that we talked about the uh, colleague of yours who went to the club and the girl just wanted to kiss him out of the blue without even saying anything. But maybe there's other examples that we can talk about. Yeah, that was a client. But I've had so many cases where... I have a student who takes the start of a course and the beginning of the course we have like, here's how to pick up a chick, like basically how to meet a girl, get on a date with her, how to get physical with her. And just based on that alone, he gets laid. And maybe he hasn't, like these guys generally haven't had a lot of success for years and now they're seeing two or three girls and they generally will settle down with one of them because it's the easiest right, thing to right. do. Right? The hard part was getting the girl, in the, like just having sex with her. And now that they're having regular sex, oh, it's harder to keep it going to pick up more chicks. So, all right, I'll settle with this one. And then because he doesn't know what he's doing, his, he in fact hasn't internalized it. It was just tech right that he did yeah so it's not really him it's not natural it's not who he is it's not at the his authentic self so she finds out over time that he's not really this guy she loses interest plus it's just the fact that it's a long-term relationship which just by its very nature is, is harder to keep up absolutely and he's back at square one he's actually minus right because now he's he feels even worse because he went through all of this and it still hasn't changed and then he comes back and he tells me what happened i'm like Motherfucker, you didn't finish the course. <laughs> right? You're supposed to go through the program. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to re-enroll you in this thing, but you got to promise me to go all the way through it. And then he goes all the way through it, and then life completely changes for him. So a typical example is, and I just talked to a guy like this yesterday, where it's not so much that he's like trying to pick up chicks or anything. He rarely talks to me about that, but just like looking at his Facebook or whatever, or just stories he tells me, he's swimming in it, getting lots of women and lots of parties and stuff. But what he's most focused on is himself. The things that he wants to accomplish, the vision for his life, the bigger picture. And then women fit into this. And he's talking about he meets a girl who he resonates really closely with. There's a lot of like consonant energy between. Yeah, them. yeah. He's just like to explore it to see where it goes. Right. That's the kind of attitude that I know he's in the right place. That's beautiful because you're not making the woman your goal. It's just that the one that you want. She just naturally fits in your life mm. because you've designed it not to be focused on her, but on the things that you actually want to accomplish. Yes, exactly. So the, the opposite is a pickup artist trying to get a relationship. A pickup artist trying to get a relationship, the way he talks is, this girl is really great. I don't want to mess it up with her. Wow. That's very different. Then I know he's going to mess it up. Yeah. <laughs> if he says that, it's already over. He's going to mess it up. Yeah. It's the wrong mindset. It's like you're putting that into space already and you're putting it into the world. And so it's just bound to happen. That's like, Maybe that's what the forefront you're thinking about. It's not like, I don't care. Because if it'll happen, it'll happen. That's like, oh, I don't want to mess it up. Yeah. There's that fear, that scarcity around it. Yes, exactly. Right. And then evaluation where it's it's definitely an overvaluation relative to his self-valuation. Wow. Right, because he's like, she's so amazing that I don't want to mess it up. It's really going to be hard for him to replace this or find it somewhere else. Instead of like that whole train of thought is harmful versus we're having a great time. And I think she's great. And I'd like to see where it goes. I love it. Right, That's an equal evaluation. Yeah. Right. The guy's got to go through the program properly to get to that point. The key <laughs> is, I think, to like to finish it, you know, and to go through all the steps because the end goal is what we want, not just like the one stage of presence, for instance. We want the end result where you have presence and everything else that comes with it. Right, exactly, yeah. But then, of course, the fact that they just, from the first couple of videos, they're already going from, like, what typical pickup artist products are about, like, getting a guy laid. That's like an afterthought for us. We've already got that covered. What we're more focused on is the much bigger goals of finding fulfillment, finding lasting transformation and happiness for the guy. And that's what we aim for. We aim higher. Awesome. Okay, well, back to mindsets and tech. Here's a big one from the Tao State of Seduction. How to get women to feel comfortable with you. I know a lot of guys that struggle with this. And 
I know that with the Tao state of seduction, you note guys can use this to make women trust them or even become dependent on them. And you also talk about your forbidden fruit technique. Can you tell us how all this works together? I mean, how do you make girls trust you and depend on you? Okay, so I'm going to reserve the forbidden fruit technique for the guys in the course because one of the reasons why the course is structured the way it is is because there's some very potentially dangerous techniques that can be used in the wrong uh, way. I see. So, it's like giving dynamite to children. Yes, right. And so like by the time they get to Tao State of its seduction, they've already gone through a few modules that force them to think about their values. And so I know if they've gotten that far, I can trust them with this. But if the guy hasn't gone through that, I don't want to reveal that particular technique. But you asked, how do you make girls trust you and depend on you? Just by being in the Tao state, if you're authentic and natural in yourself, they know that they can depend on you. The reason why the girls can't trust and depend on a pickup artist when they realize he's not being his true self, is just like tech he's doing or game he's spitting, is because that's not him and he's willing to sacrifice who he is in order to get validation from women. And a man like that lacks integrity. And people cannot trust a man who is not willing to sacrifice who he is just to get short-term gain like that. Yeah, maybe it belies his honor to himself and it belies like, who he is and he's trying yeah. to be someone he's not in order to get the result. And that's not what we're trying to teach here. Right. Yeah. And you can do all this before you sleep with her, correct? Yeah. Well, okay. So I uh, coach quite a few guys who are religious, yeah. <laughs> Christians, Muslims, and whether they go through with the final act, that's their deal. Okay. <laughs> uh, but the Tao state is what gets you into that into the fully charismatic you where you attract people naturally and effortlessly. They're drawn to you just by the way you are and your energy and goodness is infectious. So obviously all of that happens even before the sexual act. So yes. That's great. And once a woman trusts you and depends on you, like what are the kinds of things that you can do with her? Or maybe dare I say even get away with with her? You know, we we're talking about some of the Yeah, the pretty much stuff. everything, right? <laughs> If she trusts you and depends on you, you can get away with anything. Wow. This is why I don't teach some of these techniques or most of them before that point in the course. It's so dangerous that way. You have to learn your values and make sure you're not using this power dangerously because all this stuff is both freeing right. and very powerful and very intoxicating. Yes, exactly. Wow. Right. Let's talk about this first. Like, What is so important about the uh, Tao state of freedom? Like, How big the impact of a guy's upbringing have on his ability to do well with women? Most people are programmed by their environment, their society, their peer group, their school system, their you know education system, their, their parents adopt values that they didn't themselves decide to have. Yeah. They're just there. So a guy might think, I'm very conservative. Uh, I'm introverted. Or I say, really, when did you decide that you're conservative? And based on what? Like at what point, at what age? When was that? How long ago was that? And many adult males are living values that they didn't decide on themselves now. And imagine now you have the freedom to decide who you are going to be. That's an incredibly empowering freedom. Absolutely. This is the freedom to be who you are naturally and who you are based on the values that you've discovered from your experiences in your, in your life. Yeah, who are you are now at this point in your life, not reacting to when you were 11 years old and the shit that you were programmed for back then but who you are now and you decide on that and then you program that into your I know so many guys that have a lot of difficulty in shifting out of those mindsets, you know, that sometimes we feel like we are exactly the same person that we were when we were like 11 years old or in high school. It's because we haven't adopted our own values, right? It's because we were still living in, in the past and in, in the childhood phase. Yeah. Wow. So like by adopting the Tao state of freedom, then we can actually free our mind and be who we truly want to be deep inside. Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah. You have the freedom to create your own life. Yeah. 
That's so powerful. I mean, just that statement alone, you know, creating your own life is empowering. And so many people even sometimes we fear that that ability to just be who we really want to be, not what but what's expected of you out of your yes. family or your friends or society. Yeah. Do you ever see a students who who don't feel like they're worthy of getting that special girlfriend for them? Like, you know, your 10 or my 10. How much of this is upbringing and how much this is uh, something else? Yeah. Uh, well, as soon as a guy talks in terms of uh, a special 10, it's already over for him because nobody's perfect. Everyone's in process. So if, if the scale is 10 and she's a 10 out of 10, that's perfect, right? That's 100%. So there's no such thing. So as soon as you start looking for perfection, or if you think that that person's perfection, you're already fucked. Now, if you don't mean it in terms of 10 out of 10, you just mean a really, really super hot girl, the hottest girl you've ever been with, and that you mean that. If you think that this is a really, really, really hot girl and she's so hot that you can't make any mistakes, well, we talked about that, right? Like, he's already fucked. And you, you come from a place of equals. And if you're an equal, you don't think of it in terms of a 10. If she's a 10, then and if you're equal, then you're a 10. And you don't want to go around life thinking I'm a 10. That's also defeatist yeah, thinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's going to fuck you up. You shouldn't be thinking about that at all. You shouldn't be comparing. You shouldn't be rating yourself. You just, you got to get clear on your values and live a life that's meaningful. Thinking in terms of that and your contribution to the world. These are deeper things that most guys before Invincible will not be interested in talking about. By the time they finish the course, they're very much in deeper meaning in life. But, you know, at the beginning, we just talk about getting laid, right? Like, <laughs> talk about getting laid naturally and effortlessly. That's definitely something that the course will give you. But one of the, the things I'm most excited about is getting them to the point where they realize that meaning comes from contribution and giving and what they can give to the world and to those that they love. It comes from upbringing. It comes from uh, your peer group. It comes from your environment. These feelings of inadequacy and, and being insecure about being unworthy. But ultimately, it also comes from the human condition. The fact that you were born helpless into this world. And that's something that we all have to struggle oh, with. Oh, of course. And it's so important that we actually go through that process and deal with our issues before it's too late for the most part. I mean, you've uh, studied this for many years and you've studied psychology and have worked with so many different kinds of students. How do you deprogram the wrong kinds of uh, belief systems that stem from our upbringing or, you know, or whatever our history was? Does this work similar to those bad beliefs we talked about a minute ago? So we have these beliefs about the fact that we're not worthy, that we're not good enough to be loved. And on the foundation of those insecurities and bad beliefs, we have all of these other limiting beliefs that come up. Like, I'm not good enough because I'm Asian and the girls I like don't like Asian guys and things like that. And there is a proprietary process that I lead guys through in modules five and seven. Just literally, you can do it in the comfort of your armchair that will uproot and demolish your limiting beliefs and replace them with empowering beliefs. In the earlier modules, modules one and three, there's a preparation, a series of exercises to prepare you for the life-changing exercises in modules five and seven. Wow. So there's a, it's a step-by-step process. Interesting. What is the, the end result that we see when uh, a listener will complete your course? Yeah. So it's an amazing thing. Like imagine walking into a social setting where you just are feeling good. You're feeling that as if everything is in place and everything you say and do is just naturally the right thing to say and do. And people are drawn to you without you having to do anything extra or do anything special or out of the ordinary. You're just being who you are and saying the things you believe in and saying what you want and doing what you want 
with your body and people are being attracted to that. Now imagine it's like uh, one of my clients said, it's like going into a dim sum restaurant and, and pointing at what food you want and having it come over. It's an amazing freedom. In That's life. amazing. You just get exactly what you want at all points in your life. You're like a magnet that attracts the things that you need and you'd like to see anyway. Yes, like a magnet. Exactly. Magnetic presence. Like in addition to this deep stuff, we also go through all of the tech that a guy needs to know for a complete beginner to go from having no experience with women to having multiple dating opportunities you know, every time he goes out. So you know, we have word for word scripts for guys to follow for when they get on the phone. That gets girls excited to meet them for dates. We've got text messaging scripts, like actual systems for that. So all of that is included inside the Invincible program. So it's not just all inner game. Like I said, Modules 1, 3, 5, and 7, and 9 are focused on inner game, but then modules 2, 4, 6, and 8 are focused on the outer game, so to speak, the techniques and tactics and strategies that guys can use to get immediate results, even while their mindsets are getting worked on and creating that foundation. Interesting. Yeah, it's good to have that balance, too, of the inner side that you address the belief systems and mindsets that you need to succeed with the, the external things that you do around people and, and you're involved with the woman you like or, you know, however you're involved socially. That's fantastic, David. That's fantastic. Yeah. So another amazing thing, there's a Tao state of escalation. I know you were mentioning that one of the biggest problems intermediate guys struggle with is projecting a sexual vibe. Like they have a hard time getting sexual. Absolutely. Right? A lot of guys struggle with this. And we see a lot of intermediate guys actually on GC who get stuck on this plateau where they're not really sure about what that means to always be sexual. Are there like trying too many techniques to make things sexual and making the girl uncomfortable or it's just you know not even there it's too platonic yeah i mean what are some of the ways that you show how to project a sexual vibe in the state of escalation and get out of what you call the platonic zone yeah well what happens is if you are naturally a sexual person you don't need to project a sexual vibe it just happens naturally you project a sexual vibe naturally so the biggest impediment to projecting a sexual vibe naturally is shame all right. So like once you're natural around it, what you need to do is get in touch with your masculine core, your masculine essence. And there's a proprietary method in module three that a lead guys through, which is a embodied cognition exercise where they use their body and their voice alongside the mental work to lock in that masculine core and energy in them so that they're projecting it. They're exuding it just in the way that they are, just in their smile and their eye contact, the way they stand, the way they walk, the way they talk. It's projecting sexual vibe. It doesn't, you don't even need to use specific words or any phrases or anything. It's just the way that you are. And that will happen once you get in touch with your masculine core so that you create polarity with the woman and she responds to you just because you're such a masculine person. That's so cool. And it makes the whole process effortless, right? You're just attracting her and drawing her in sexually without even really saying something specific or doing anything, really. It's just you are that way. Yes, exactly. That's why I call it actually you 2.0, <laughs> like the so-called highest caliber of women that the PUA guys are looking for, like the girls that they think are total tens. In order to attract women that you feel like you're not good enough for, you have to feel good enough for them. And what happens is the only way you'll do that and not make it fake, not make it artificial or temporary to actually have lasting change in your life, lasting transformation is to have it actually locked in internally to internalize it into your natural self. And the benefits, like I was saying, go way beyond just attracting women. They go into attracting just by being charismatic 
charismatic, attracting other people into your life who are powerful people or successful people or alpha males, so to speak, or alpha people, as well as most importantly, not just attracting people, but also attracting opportunities into your life. And even further than that, finding true, lasting happiness and fulfillment in your life to the point where you truly do have meaning in your life, where you're able to sincerely look for how can I give and contribute to the rest of the world so that my life has meaning. And when a girl meets a guy like that, who can't be thrown off by whether she likes him or can't be thrown off by whether she pays attention to him, but that he's happy in himself. Plus, he is a masculine man who understands how attraction works because he is so in tune with the Tao state that he can read her and knows exactly what she's feeling and thinking. And every time she feels or thinks something differently, she can feel it and knows how to enter into and respond to her perfectly emotionally on that emotional level, not even through his words, but just by his presence. That man is the kind of man who, through his charisma, in his very essence, draw women and people to him. So that's one of the benefits. <laughs> that's one of the many benefits, it seems. I mean, this whole program really draws you into a state of total freedom, both with women, but even beyond to living the life of your dreams, contributing to the world, and bringing good things back into it. Your input's absolutely fantastic. Now, for your program itself, Invincible... This is a huge eight-week program and involves live feedback from you in the online community. So I understand that the spots are limited. Yeah. Right now, registration is closed, but you'll be opening up registration just for Girls Chase readers and listeners for $497. Right? Yeah. That's great. Yes. And there's a payment plan. There's a payment plan, so they'll see more of it when they get to it. Can you tell me exactly what guys will get when they sign up to Invincible? Yeah, inside Invincible, I give guys access to my complete Tao State course. I give you the Tao State of Power, which includes those uh, 19 things girls want in every man. I show you exactly how to be each of those things, and I show you how to train yourself to be them without ever getting up out of your chair. I give you the Tao State of Attraction, which enables you to stop approaching women and start drawing them to you. This is the first key to getting the highest caliber women that you've been going after that you think are too intimidating for you. The kind that you're going to have a really hard time meeting just through cold approach. And in the Tao State of Attraction, Attraction, I introduce you to the bad beliefs, the limiting beliefs that all men have, the specific ones that you can have. And I show you how to drop kick each one of these so they never hold you back with girls again. And in the Tao state of seduction, I show you how to make women completely trust you and devote themselves to you. One of the ways you'll do this is with the forbidden fruit technique, which I'll give you on the inside. I have a bunch of other great tactics you'll use to do this that you're absolutely going to love. In the Tao state of freedom, I teach you to let go of an upbringing that hobbles you. If your upbringing has conditioned you to believe in and behave in ways that work against your interests, this is where we get you out of all of that. In the Tao state of escalation, I give you all of those techniques to develop your sexual vibe. If you use just two or three of these, you'll be a very sexy man. If you use all of them, female loins are going to spontaneously combust around you. In the Tao state of control, I show you how to gain full possession of yourself and your life. One of the ways I do this is by giving you a powerful, simple, step-by-step -step technique that lets you be your most attractive self fast. And in the Tao state of mastery, I show you how to become you 2.0, the final key to getting those absolute perfect 10 girlfriends that you've been pining for. And best of all, I'm with you every step of the way through this course because you and I are going to talk each week one-on-one -on -one about your progress. We'll work out any kinks you're having and we're going to get your results even if I have to carry you to them. This is a truly amazing course. I mean, there's nothing quite like it with both this level of awesomeness and detail and this chance to get many weeks of life-altering coaching from one of the best and most experienced state coaches in the industry. 
Now, you have a couple of free videos for guys to watch before you let them sign up, I believe. Just to make sure that the guys who sign up are the ones who are really going to be a fit for this program, can you tell me what the first video is about? Yeah, the first video uh, walks you through the dangers of cold approach pickup and what to do about it. And there's a specific technique to getting into a mindset that will free you from that danger. So I cover that in that first video. I love it. Awesome. And you can watch video number one from David by clicking on the link right below this podcast. If you're listening on SoundCloud or iTunes, you can visit www.girlschase.com slash offer slash invincible and find the link right on this page. Now, before we wrap up, we like to close with a homework assignment for our listeners. So, David, can you give me one homework assignment based on Invincible that listeners can go out and do this week? Yeah, I'll give you one that, just since we've been talking about from the armchair, something you can do right in your chair that you're you're sitting in while you're listening to this. And it's this, it's pretty simple. Pull out a writing utensil and a pad and think deeply about your ideal woman. And for some of you, you might define it as your perfect 10. But for whatever it is, your ideal woman, whoever you are, your ideal woman, what is she like? Describe her in as much detail as possible. And then describe what your ideal day would be like with her. Where will you go? What activities will you do? How will it feel when you're with her? Write this down in as much detail as you can, as if it's the opening scene of a new movie and you're writing the screenplay. So write it out as in as much detail as possible and write out like what it feels like to be with her. What does it feel like from the inside? Get this in as much specific detail as possible. That's step one out of two. And then the second step out of two is to think about, to look through the internet, Google images or whatever, for images of that ideal day. Now, obviously, if you can find your ideal woman, that'd be like photos of her, that'd be perfect. But find something that approximates what that life would be like for you. And it might be multiple women, it might be a relationship, whatever it is for you at this point in your life, go look for those images on Google images or whatever and save them onto your phone and make a separate album for them and make that something that you look at every day and really go into it, like visualize yourself in the shoes of that guy, being that guy, enjoying that relationship or that lifestyle. And start from there and see if you do this every day for just a few minutes every day, and if you can twice a day and see what happens if you stick with that for 30 days, feel the difference in the way that you are in your life. And it's just a little easy trick that you can do and a very enjoyable one, super easy. There's like no excuse not to do this. It takes you no courage at all, okay? This is like one of the the least barriers to, to being able to do this. You just create this album on your phone, look at it every day, and imagine yourself in place of that guy in the photos and reading over the description of your ideal woman in the ideal day with her and thinking about what it's like to be in that position. I love that you can go do both of these right from your seat. I mean, there's literally no excuse anyone can come up with to not go do this right now. It's so simple and so easy. And it's so pleasurable. (laughs) Okay, cool. Thank you, David. I'm going to go try this myself and report back in our next episode. And to the audience, if you've tried this assignment and have results you have questions or about or you want to share, write it out in the comments and we'll get it addressed on another episode of Dating Mechanics. Anyway, David... Thanks so much for joining me on this podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure. My pleasure, man. Great talking to you. Okay, so there you have it. David's built a remarkable course to transform your natural state into a highly confident and secure man right from your seat without having to go out and approach a thousand girls. 
His course helps you deprogram decades of bad beliefs and harmful upbringings, instilling worldly confidence. And it does all this to enable you to get the results in dating that you know you should be able to get. Those women you most love, who love you for you and stay with you. Is there something more that you are looking for? Whether it be relationships, inner fulfillment, satisfaction, and happiness, or even something else, Invincible frees you from the chains of mass cold approach and allows the women you most desire to chase you easily, naturally, and seamlessly. If you're ready to make yourself invincible with girls, head on over and watch David's first free video here. After you've watched all the free videos, you'll have a chance to sign up for the full course. If you're listening on SoundCloud or iTunes, go to www.girlschase.com offer invincible. There, you'll find the link to David's first free video. I hope that you've had fun listening today, and I hope that you've learned something in this fantastic interview with Dr. David Tian. For now, this is Varun Raja on Dating Mechanics by Girls Chase, and I'll see you again next time. Same time, same place. Thank you.